Hey y'all, what's up? This is Sarah Elking with Godronic Appointments. Today we are going to talk about how food is fuel and the body is a temple, where we're going to discuss calorie amounts, your motives behind eating, your post-show blues for our bodybuilders, and healing your relationship with food. Today I have with me Jenna, and Jenna's going to introduce herself. Hi, I'm Jenna. I met Sarah in college, playing college sports. Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about my faith and how I've came to be where I'm at. Um, so I grew up Catholic along with Sarah, and I never really got was attracted to it, but ever since meeting my fiancé at the gym, I just felt such a light and attraction to God through that. So it's really grown my faith, and I'm super excited to be here. And I love that. To talk about it with Sarah today. I'm excited you're here, too. This is going to be good. <laughs> I love that you said how you saw a light on him and, like, the presence of, like, God. That's everything is a divine appointment. I see a light in you as well. (laughs) (laughs) Hence, Godronic appointment. (laughs) So I definitely was raised Catholic, too, and I never really had a sense of, like, reading my Bible. And then until, like, three or four years ago, I was saved and completely God turned my life around. And so here we are, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) And I think... Like you had said, you grew up with a belief, but like, let's talk about the belief we grew up about our bodies. I was an athlete all throughout middle school and high school, and I was always hard on myself. And growing up with social media, you know, we had that to look to, and the the trend was tiny and skinny and very just small. And so I even started... I started working out on top of all my sports and so like almost burning myself into the ground because if you don't know that's not really healthy and it is the opposite of progressing your body into what you need to do so I'll let you start with your story now yeah definitely (laughs) I, I had a similar story as well I would work out in the morning have practice at night I would justify eating with working out versus fueling your body um, with the food for your workout. And I feel like that can resonate with a lot of women um, just because we have an idea of how we should look. But in reality, that doesn't mean you're the happiest, even if you're the smallest version. Um, And I think that everybody has their own journey with that. But I feel like, yeah, that's... Um, Can I ask... Because I think this is just a disclaimer in case someone has an eating disorder or I don't want to trigger you or this may trigger you, but just addressing what we're about to talk about is eating disorders. So I it was never diagnosed, but I would say I probably had a slight form of anorexia because I would literally eat carrots and cucumbers for lunch and even some of my friends were like Sarah you gotta eat and I'm like I I do eat yeah yeah (laughs) I mean I did eat everything my family cooked for dinner but lunch and breakfast were like a granola bar or carrots you know I was trying to keep myself tiny but that is just not the way to do it with the science behind it and did you guys know that like several million of women between 12 and 35 struggle with an eating disorder and I mentioned that just because it emphasizes the, the pressure that is put on women and the way we're supposed to look. And God said that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, that it's 
we are his handiwork and everyone is different. Like Jenna and I are both different, but God made us that way because we're beautifully and wonderfully and fearfully made. So I think with, let's talk about how you can kind of pull away from that. As soon as I got into college, I was, uh, I guess I was, was learning more about the science behind it. I got my personal training certification and I was learning about micros and macros. And then I started my first ever bodybuilding prep. And then I actually enjoyed eating. (laughs) It was less restrictive. And I learned how like, if you want to put on muscle, you have to be in a surplus. And also your training plays a fact into um, your results as well. There's three different types of training, endurance, strength, and hypertrophy. Each one has a different goal in mind. Whereas bodybuilding, we train with hypertrophy, not necessarily strength or endurance, but we do a certain amount of reps with a certain amount of weight to fatigue our muscles so that we can build them. That's why they call it bodybuilding. And in the building phase, we have to eat a surplus amount. Like right now, I'm in a book, (laughs) and it is, ooh, it is hard, but... (laughs) Ooh, I would, I just, I repeated it to myself in my 7K. It, it's a verse where it's like, when your faith is being tested, it's an opportunity for your endurance to grow. So my endurance right now in waiting in this bulking season is being tested. But I'm okay, because I've, I've got on my side. And you're here, we're here, and we're doing some kingdom work right now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, let's talk about, should we talk about how deficit, being in a deficit doesn't help us with our goals? Yeah, definitely. I think that whenever, I mean, even whenever you first start your fitness journey, you're not, you don't have the knowledge. So you see these people on social media, like we talked about, and you see them and they're like, oh, like so small and things like that. So you think that eating less, you know, Mm -hmm. it will cause you to lose weight and things like that but that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean it's necessarily healthy yeah or good you're not losing the right weight you're probably losing muscle yeah and your fat's probably still retain it's probably sticking onto your body because it's your body's saying so i'm hungry yeah so it's holding on to what it can while you're losing the most important part is the muscle right and so uh you just you stemmed a thought was like i don't know what it was (laughs) but (laughs) um with the deficit, it was a Bible verse, but go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, what I was going to say is, like, um, with the deficit, yeah, you will lose weight, but that doesn't mean you're going to feel good internally, and it does affect you. And if you do want to reach those goals, you might actually need to be eating more than you think. Yeah. Because yeah. I know that, I mean, both of us kind of had that restrictive issue and I still to this day am very restrictive with everything Mm -hmm. that I do and I like control um and going off of the eating disorders what she talked about um I feel like it's interesting because you hear about binging and even in the bodybuilding world like those people are so fit and so Mm -hmm. um one of the best athletes in the world but they still will do this because they control so much, mm-hmm. and then it's just that lack of control. There's a downside and I of think, it, yeah. yeah, and I think just um, what Sarah said, like, earlier before we were 
preparing this is to like give it to God Mm -hmm. and I think you should also just be patient with yourself and give yourself grace Mm -hmm. and know that like it's okay because I think that you know you control so many things but like what you said like you take nothing with you yeah to heaven so why does it matter so much why does that one gram matter so much yes you know that is so good to talk about and when you were saying all that what sparked a thought in my head is um in the bodybuilding journey what you said you kind of got to go through it Mm -hmm. to then understand it and that self-awareness is so key and I see some of my friends finding that self-awareness now and I just props to them because you're getting it and that's the best part and then like those who believe and being able to surrender that and give it to God because it's not ours to carry our body is, is like in Proverbs 31, 30. Charm is deceptful. Decept, wow. Charm is deceptive and beauty does not last. But a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. And so we are, our bodies are not going to last. But our soul is what goes to heaven. So it's yep. about taking care of our soul. And that kind of goes into, I wanted to talk about our motive behind eating and our motive behind working mm-hmm. out. In um, like being able to discern that self awareness, and then kind of like you said, how you know you control too much. Yes. And we gotta give that to God. So like, what would that look like for you, practicing giving it to God? Like, what's one? What's the first thing that comes to your head in a step towards that direction? Yeah, I feel like, for example, like. I'm so, sometimes get so controlled that, like, I'll go have my free meal and I'll go to Chipotle and there won't be guacamole and it'll be, like, the end of the world, you know? Mm -hmm. Versus just being, like, you know, sit there for a second before you react and, like, just talk to God. Honestly, that's the first thing that comes to my head. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do an official prayer, but just, like, talk to him in your head, even if it's not out loud, because I feel like just taking a moment and realizing, like, it's okay It's not the end of the world Mm -hmm. if a certain thing doesn't happen the way it usually does Mm -hmm. because that's just life. Yep, that is. And I think letting go of that, I think you'd be so much happier as well. Because I think sometimes, like, the most fun I've had is just whenever I let go. Let go. Versus just everything is in order. Yes. Let me, I'm going to say this verse because I think it kind of goes with this. They are headed for destruction. Their God is their appetite. They brag about shameful things and think only about this life here on earth. And that kind of goes with motive because if we focus on aesthetics, which Mm -hmm. is all bodybuilding is, is focusing. I mean, it's not everything that bodybuilding is. There's way more like tenacity and discipline and Mm self-control. Those are all great things. But in an extreme, they can have a reverse effect. So putting bodybuilding as an idol or like the people you follow on social media as an Mm -hmm. idol that's those shameful things that will cause us destruction because we have to put our thoughts on god and looking towards godliness the where is it the bible verse Hmm. is about Oh, it's the sec first Timothy four eight for physical training is of some good, but training for godliness is much better for this life and in the life to come. Yeah. It's like what we t- we said. 
our I bodies. I heard that and I was like, wow. <laughs> like, whatever. It yeah. hits. Yeah, it does. That'll break. It, yeah. <laughs> it changes your perspective. It does. Because, I mean, I struggle with that so much. Like, whenever I describe myself, you know, I say, I'm a bodybuilder. Yeah. I don't, it's, I don't say, like, I'm Jenna and I'm yeah. this and that. I'm just like... That's almost how I identify myself. Yeah. Like it's funny and you that's say not that. how it should be. Because uh I think it was a year ago, like when I was in Springfield, I wanted I was I forget what book I was reading, but I wanted to change the way I addressed myself. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to say, Who are you? I'm a child of God. I love you know? that, yeah. Like bottom line. Yes. That's who I am. And you find it's in the gospel. Those who lose their life will find it. But those who hold on to their life will lose it. And so you have to pick up your cross. You have to deny your flesh, deny yourself, deny the worldly things around us. Pick up our cross, follow the word, follow Jesus, and follow godliness to have our eternal life in heaven. And that's, it's a battle. Our lives are battlegrounds right now, and spiritual and physical. And so it is so important to have people and podcasts and to watch what you ta- intake on social media and people to talk about these things with Definitely. community is huge. And I'm just so grateful you're here and that we can talk about this today because it is the motive is really important and that For self-awareness. Sure. And, like, you're not going to know it until you go through it. Definitely. It all comes with maturity, but that's everything in life. Like, yeah. spiritual knowledge, it just takes maturity over time. you got to go through it. To, God makes you fireproof, but you got to go through the fire. I love that. Yeah. I completely agree. And so let's talk about coming out of bodybuilding shows because we yeah. both done. Wow. Sorry. can't speak again. <laughs> <laughs> We've both done shows. How yes. many have you done? How many? Two. Two? Okay. Yeah. Same here. And well, let's tell me your first experience yeah, in a so nutshell. I think at first I started bodybuilding because like you're an athlete in college and I always love to work out you know Mm -hmm. but I think at first I was like oh I can't wait to just be lean Mm -hmm. but in reality like I look back and I'm like I already was like I was still after soccer Mm -hmm. you know running and eating not as much and things like that yeah like scared to gain a pound because Mm -hmm. I was so fixated on the scale but in reality the scale doesn't matter Matter. exactly and so I think at first like I was just excited to get lean Mm -hmm. but I was already pretty lean lean, you know yeah so I think that was an interesting perspective and then I was so in it like I wanted to do another show so Mm -hmm. I did basically two preps like back to back back to back I remember that yeah she's crazy yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. but I just feel like it's that tunnel vision you know it's it goes along with not being you self, that, self-aware, you know? Yeah. In that, those times, I was not self-aware. I just mm-hmm. wanted to keep going. Because, like I said, I identified myself like that during that time, and I just yeah. didn't know how it would be, like, coming out of that. Yeah. And I don't want to downgrade that determination, because that is something to have. Yeah. And I definitely, that's one thing, like, I've always had is, like, I'm very determined and very, yes. and I do think that that's a great quality. But I think, like, after my second show, like, I was just, like... You were done. Now what? Yeah. You know? Like, I... You know, like, the post-show blues. Yeah. Um, a lot of competitors get that, and it's almost harder than prep because, like, you don't have a date. You're just, like, what you am I doing? You don't have to... How to... Yeah. Like, who... Almost, like, who am I? Because, mm-hmm. you know, you saw yourself... You have an so identity. So lean. Yeah. 
and that was who you were it was almost like for me like I didn't want to go to the gym because mm-hmm. I was like people saw me this certain way yeah and just like it took me months you know up until walk. like I would say like maybe half a year six yeah. months to realize like I'm okay like where I'm at yeah I have so much more energy mm-hmm. I am happier I have you know I get to hang out with friends because yes. I have energy I yes. get to enjoy it's less restrictive and you you got to give it to God and yes um, I think that's so hard still because of that I, I'm still a little bit too strict I feel like mm-hmm. but n- you'll miss it whenever you're back in it, you know? Yeah. And And I think that's, sorry. Go ahead. I think that's important, too, to, like, love every part of the process because it's the process. It's the journey of life. It's not the end I literally have a tattoo that says trust the process. Oh, I love that. (laughs) It's it's a walk of faith. It's not a marathon. Or it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Yes. And so That's everything. It's, that is the goal, Mm -hmm. is the process. You can't fixate on the and like yes it's good to have goals and to work towards them but you're gonna be so consumed in like what's next what's next what's yes next? yeah and so even if you win yeah it's just what's next you'll never be satisfied but I think like you know if you spend as much time as you did at the gym and fixating on all of this stuff on God mm-hmm. and you know and tying your spirituality into it yeah and your faith I it, think that would just your whole world would change. I'll say that, like, with my preps, they both... The first one, first ever one, I was like, man, all right, this is cool. I feel like David Goggins. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're like, um, yes. I feel like a baddie. And it's a selfish sport. It it's is. It's a very selfish it sport. Is. I mean, you stare at yourself in the mirror all the time. You mm-hmm. pose in the mirror. You're in a swimsuit. That's like, another episode to You talk get about judged too. by your body. Because <laughs> I want to talk about vanity and, con- yeah. like, being conceited. And it's it's... It's it's like putting an alcoholic in a room full with like alcohol in a bar. Yes. Like you're giving them the the atmosphere to mm-hmm. tempt them to like go into those things. Yeah. But um oh, oh, I keep forgetting the thought. I'm going to mention this Bible verse though. It's Matthew 6:25. This is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough to eat or drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? And I think it's just so amazing that God, like, he feeds the birds and they don't worry about food. Why should we worry about food? Why should we worry about clothing? Mm -hmm. When the Bible is literally the living word, Mm -hmm. it's spiritual food, spiritual nourishment. He is the light of our world. And it's, I forget where it was. It's like we need four things to survive water um light mm, i forget the other two foot shelter <laughs> i don't know <laughs> and it basically was parallel because god is light. god is yeah. the living water god is the living bread mm-hmm. and so it's so he's in everything and i think it my prep really strengthened my spiritual faith and i grew closer to god in my trials because that was the only thing. I clung to the Bible. I clung to Jesus That's because awesome. if I clung to the, my old ways, it'd be drinking, it'd be smoking, it'd be doing dumb stuff. And it's like, okay, that's contradicting to my goal. So I'm just going to cling to what I think is in the right way, which is good. But at the same time, I don't think my motives were so pure because, well, maybe they were. I don't know. 
My second prep, though, was definitely way more challenging. And it's because I had a real coach. Mm-hmm. My first coach, he was a bodybuilder. He, he, I followed the plan, but then, like, the last two months, he went MIA. And wow. so I, that's, like, the most important part is, like, the cutting and the, the peak week and the drying the muscles out and popping them mm-hmm. and refeeding and then refeeding post-show. That's more important. Yeah. So you're not messing up your hormones and your digestion system and all that. So I went through that all alone. And my mom actually did the show with me. And to this day, two years later, she still struggles eating healthy and getting back in the gym because she was so burnt out on Mm -hmm. chicken and rice, chicken and rice, Mm -hmm. chicken and rice. And it doesn't have to be that, you know. There are so many ways. And that's why it's so important to get a good coach that even, like, I'd almost say share the same faith because a lot of my clients come to me and they're like, I like it because you are. You put your faith in your work. And it's like... Sometimes you, not sometimes, you should always, like, seek. Your passion and your faith align. Yeah, seek first the kingdom of God above all else. That's Matthew 6.33, I think. Anyway, that's, that's our mission. That's the great commission. That's why Jesus came. And so it really grew my faith, this second prep, because I was doing the right stuff. That's I was awesome. doing the harder stuff that yeah. wasn't the right meal plans from the first one Mm -hmm. and so I I kept asking like my best friend Heather I'm like why is this so hard she goes because you're doing it the right way I love that and I'm like you're right and she goes you got this and like I'm actually being tested like that one I mentioned earlier when your faith is being tested you have an opportunity for your endurance to grow and it really did and it it grew my mindset it grew my my maturity Mm -hmm. and like there was one time it was Easter, right? Uh, I think a month or two before the show, and I had a piece of fruit. And this goes back to that old mentality, yeah. you know, where the self control and the discipline. And I went awol. Mm-hmm. I went to the gym that night and did the stairmaster for two hours. Yep. And I'm like, Sarah, what are you doing? You can't be punishing yourself. That's not That's honoring self-awareness. exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it's that's. It's not honoring to the body because the body is our temple. It's to host our soul. And God gives us only one body to take care of it. And if you think about the intricate details of science and anatomy and biology, and it's just so beautiful, you mm-hmm. know, like the way a tree grows. That's weird. Like we're almost, yeah. tree, you know, <laughs> but in a human sense. And it even says we are more important than the birds. So we got to take care of our bodies and we really got to focus on that motive and the self-awareness and tie our faith into these things because we are going to fall. We are going to sin. If we didn't, we'd be calling God a liar. But it's okay because when you're in the word, when you have community, that's what brings you together. That's what brings you closer in your walk. So yeah, I just... I love that. That was my prep. And since then, since May... I can just, I just, if looking back, I can just see God's hand on me, like in a good way, not like a, not like a push, but like a guiding, like Mm -hmm. he's guiding me from May all the way to now. I've coached two people in their own preps and I've helped clients come out of eating disorders. And it's just, it's not like that's a win. It's just more so for my soul. Like 
I'm so thankful that I can help those people with what God, God's given me and what I've gone through to help people. And that's exactly. what we're here doing yeah, today. talking about it. We're <laughs> helping people. And that's why I'm excited for my next prep because of that self-awareness mm-hmm. and even growing in my faith and having the right people in your corner. Mm-hmm. I think it will really change your perspective, honestly, on anything you do. Yeah, and that's just another opportunity for you to grow. Yeah. Adversity is for us, not to us. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that... that that's something really to take note on because that goes with mindset, I think. Because if you're playing the victim and you're like, why me? Why me? Why is all this happening mm-hmm. to me? No. Gather your bearings. It's happening for you. You can't see it now. God says you, don't, you won't understand most things. <laughs> you're not understanding <laughs> what I true. am doing now, but later you will. That says it in the gospel when they were talking about Jesus dying. You're not going to understand now, but you will later because we get that grace. Exactly. So thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Is there anything else that you want to talk on? I think we kind of talked yeah, about I it think, all. Yeah, I think it was great. I just, you know. We threw flu by. <laughs> that was awesome. Just, you know, love your body. Trust the process. Give it to God. Amen. All the good stuff. Submit exactly what you said. I can't think of a better one. Do you want to say the one verse that we talked about? Yeah, of course. To end on, this is a good one, guys. So it's uh, 1 Corinthians ten thirty one, and it's, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Amen. Amen. That's <laughs> Thank awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank you, guys. <laughs>